Bullpen at WCSG. Our bullpen is where your WCSG DJs spend time warming up, getting ready for your family-friendly morning show, the most music for your midday, and the ride home. I'm Jeremy. I'm Amanda. I'm Tom. I'm Steve. And I'm Brittany. Welcome Welcome to to the bullpen. Welcome to the bullpen. You can join the show by emailing us at bullpen at wcsg.org. And since we're not sure where you're listening to us, just in case you can find WCSG's Welcome to the Bullpen in iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, and Stitcher. So pretty much anywhere you get your podcasts. Yay. And uh, thanks also for subscribing. Thanks for your reviews, for sharing the podcast, you know, telling friends, neighbors, Mm -hmm. loved ones, enemies alike. The reach that this podcast gets is all because of you. Thank you. Finally, you can learn more about the show at wcsg.org, keyword bullpen. We are so excited about this. We have a very special show for you. We have our very first special guest. Let's all give a warm bullpen welcome to the person who could be our biggest fan, Chris Love. (laughs) The most unfamous person you could possibly find. Well, that's what podcasts are for. You're famous to us. You will become famous after this. Okay, Chris, can you tell us a little bit about you? Who are you? Why are you here? Okay, I work for Centricity Music. I'm the head radio promoter, so I talk to you guys and politely nag you to play songs every (laughs) week. And uh, I have three kids, five, boy, three, girl, two, boy. Do they have names or are they just boy, girl, boy? (laughs) We we name them numbers. (laughs) I love that. Yeah. George Costanza. Five is actually 18. (laughs) (laughs) And where do you guys live? I'm from Columbia, Tennessee. It's about 40 miles south of Nashville. Uh, I work in Franklin, which is about 15 miles south of Nashville. And I'm from Knoxville, which is East Tennessee, redneck Mm. country. Okay, okay. (laughs) Um, We kind of wanted to bring you here. You're here in town helping us with an event. You've Mm -hmm. brought some artists to town. But also, I think it'd be super interesting, like, for our podcast listeners. They, a lot of them know us from the radio. There's a whole different side of this, and that is the record label side. And I think everybody knows somebody who's like, they're a really good singer. You should be on the radio. Worship leader. Can you... Kind of like just give us a little idea of like what that actual process is. And no, sorry, not everybody can be on the radio. No, not everybody can be on the radio. But one of the kind of neat things that about now is there's nothing stopping you from putting something out. Yeah. Anybody can record something and put it out through TuneCore or CD Baby and it ends up on Spotify and everything else. Mm. So if, if you want to take the shot and you got the money, have at it. But if you want help with it and a team around you, then you got to send your music into record labels and get their feedback and all that kind of stuff. And that's what you guys provide. You provide like the research and well, we, we provide help with songs and putting them with songwriters, mm-hmm. and then we put them with producers and kind of quality control the whole thing, so it ends up sounding good product at the like end a really good song. I've at the end got of a it. question. Brilliant. So, how <laughs> long is the process? Or, I mean, I'm sure it varies a little bit, but between like, oh, hey, we kind of like this person's song from that to now you are one of our artists. Different things for different people. Okay. Lauren Daigle was two years. Really? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, Zach Williams is not on our label, but I know he was about a six to seven, like a half a year. Okay, what kind of stuff are you looking at? 
uh, sometimes people come in with a song that's great. That's what Zach did. Okay. He had Chainbreaker walking in the door. And then sometimes people are just super talented. Lauren was, oh my gosh, we... <laughs> Uh, she sings real good. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, she does. And so there was two years where she worked at Chewy's, and, which is a Mexican place, and wrote songs, learned how to write songs, and cool. sang on demos for other people, and kind of developed. We call that development. Okay. So it takes a while. Huh. So did you work with her to kind of hone that craft through those two years? I didn't. You personally yeah. gave her I, voice lessons. I, I personally was like, yeah, yeah. go a little deeper there. A little more residence. <laughs> <laughs> no, I... But but we helped her with yeah. relationships and putting her with songwriters that could bring her along That's and to kind of teach her the craft of songwriting and hooked her up with voice coaches and performance coaches and yeah. all that kind of stuff. A lot of it looks supernatural when you see people, but a lot of it is very... You got to learn how to mm-hmm. stop a song and go into another song and what to say and how to say it and mm. yeah. all that kind of stuff to keep an audience engaged. How did you get in this job? How, like, what led you to where you are now? I did radio for five years okay. um, yes. in Knoxville. I was on the morning show in Knoxville, and my favorite part of the week was taking calls from record promoters and talking about music. I love talking about music. And when a certain network bought our station. Um, I was I called one of my record promoter friends and I was like, "Could I do that?" Not in a not in a Urkel way, but <laughs> but uh, but he was like, "Yes, absolutely." He was super kind and I started doing that on my own for like 2 years and then Centricity noticed and said, "Hey, would you move here?" and I was like, "Yes, I would love to move there." Yeah. Cuz when you start out you're, you're working songs that aren't quite as good as the record label mm. songs and yeah. I was and I loved everybody on Centricity so I was like yes you you will pay me to move there and do this yes <laughs> you, you have insurance <laughs> yes I can have babies now we, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we had one baby mm. he was actually the cheapest baby because we were on like super poor people insurance okay, okay. Yeah. nice so it sounds like you do a lot with artists imagine you've got at least one that you could share of a story that just is oh. just crazy. I got I got lots of stories. Yeah. I'll, I'll do two or three. Uh, first, <laughs> he's been ramping up for this. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. First, he's been this, this is quick, but I think it's funny. It it makes me giggle every time I see him. Jordan Feliz and his guys they they have a song Beloved. Mm-hmm. They all call it Bedoved <laughs> because this lady came up to him after a show. It was an outdoor show and said. I just love your song, Beloved. I saw a dove fly <laughs> and light on the stage when you were singing it. So that song's forever Bedoved now. Awesome. Uh, when you're taking artists around, part of the job is taking artists around to radio stations to meet people like y'all. And uh, it's kind of like going with kids. Like just this trip that I'm on right now, we've left a suitcase of merch, merchandise at the airport. Oh, nice. Lost a suitcase. Whoa. One of them almost left a guitar on the plane twice. Oh my goodness. It's, it's, and we've been here for less than 24 hours. <laughs> wow. So artists are not the most organized. So they're you, used to having people kind of think of these things yeah. for them. Mm-hmm. So, some, some of them at a certain level are. Some of them are just unorganized. <laughs> but, Creative types. Yeah, they are yeah. very whatever the left brain or right brain, whatever they are, they're all that side. <laughs> One more story. Uh, Jason Gray, he has a speech impediment, right? Mm-hmm. And so they're at a church. He doesn't tell his story all that, all that much, but I love his story. This, it's, a, it's a church that's more of the Pentecostal persuasion. Mm-hmm. 
And this woman says, I just love you so much. You've, you've, the, the way God shines in your brokenness, I believe God's told me to heal you tonight. <gasps> and so he's like, okay, I can see where this is oh. going. He pulls her into the side, side hallway. And uh, the woman <laughs> starts praying and gets a little bit more into it and reaches up into his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's like, you didn't see her wash her hands or anything. And she's, I loose that tongue. Loose it. And she's like cracking it like a whip. And uh, she said, amen. We went on our way. And it was just, it's a story he tells now. Wow. <laughs> and did it work? He still has a little bit of a speech. In <laughs> All right. She All right. His tongue. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Loose it. Oh my goodness. Uh, you had a question. So yeah. So you run into a lot of people. I mean, we we heard the funny. What's the most heartwarming story that you've ever heard involving a band that that you've oh, worked with? My favorite story is um, is Carrollton. They well, a couple of times this has happened for Carrollton and Jason Gray. There've been people that have been terminally ill yeah. mm. and they'll, they'll connect to a song mm. and it'll just be like their song. And they've, I know Carrollton, there's a girl in St. Louis that she loved holding on to you and they get a chance to go. We, we can set it up and find out who the people are and they'll go and play it for her mm. wow. at the wow. side of her bed. And oh, that's cool. Jason's done that too. Mm. It's really, really sweet when that happens. That's great. Now I'm all crying. Oh. <laughs> Emotions. Well, Chris, we are just really glad that you're here yeah. and yeah. appreciate yeah, not just your support of the Welcome to the Bullpen podcast, yeah. but it also... It is my favorite podcast. You should share it now. Yeah. <laughs> but also, you know, we've been a great um, team member for our radio station, mm-hmm. and we're just really thankful for that partnership that we've had over the years. So. Number one radio station in Grand Rapids overall, not just among Christian stations, you guys. Right? Let's say it enough. Let's toot the horn. <laughs> We're not allowed to do it, but if you would like, yes. we'll have you come back every week. Your donation dollars are well spent. All right. So uh, don't think, just answer. Uh, it puts one of us into the hot seat while the rest of us hit them with short answer type questions. The goal is to get through as many as you can in 60 seconds. And of course, we want to be super kind and welcoming to our guests. So, Chris, you're going to be in the hot seat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, we've been keeping score. And just so you can have your own little personal goal, Steve and Jeremy both got 17. 17. So, that's and the number to be. 17 or more. Well, actually, I mean, are we counting the one that I actually lied on? Because <laughs> if you recall, it's between you and the Lord, there was the episode. <laughs> That's right. I got something, and then I was like, "No, I answered that one incorrectly." So really, Jeremy. Okay, that's fine. We can do what you want. We could have a tiebreaker at another time. Oh, okay. Or like arm okay. wrestling or something. Oh, oh I love oh, that. Yes. I am amazed by <laughs> your ability to take now. short accounts. I think that's amazing. Wow. Yeah, way to oh. be. Well, okay. Yeah. Jeremy, are you keeping time? Yeah, I've got time? time. Okay, yep. all right. So uh, I'll start So since I've so got the timer. So we're going to go around the room, and you right. just got to answer as quickly so as you can. One right after another, I'm nervous for you, Chris. You're going to do great. Okay. Ready? Bagel or donut? Donut. Netflix or YouTube? Netflix. Jelly beans or peeps? Peep. Dang it, that was one of mine. Baseball Je- or <laughs> baseball or basketball? Basketball. Peanut or plain? Peanut. Favorite 90s band? Uh, Toe the Wet Sprocket. Nice. <laughs> nice. Phone call or text? F- phone call. Leave it to Beaver or I Love Lucy? Leave it to Beaver. Salsa or guacamole? Guac. Comedians, cars, or coffee? Comedians. All right. <laughs> Last song you listened to? Uh, 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 Jason Gray, new song called... Uh, uh, <laughs> Make something up! Uh, <laughs> bring it all, bring it all, bring it all. That's what it's called. Uh, toaster eggs. Eggs. Bed or breakfast? Breakfast. Early bird or night owl? N- early bird. Boots or sandals? Sandals. Chris August or Chris Tomlin? 
Tomlin. <laughs> Facebook or Twitter? Facebook. Foosball or ping pong? Foosball. Beatles or the Rolling Stones? Beatles. Boom shakalaka or boom goes the dynamite? <laughs> boom shakalaka. All right. <laughs> Who has the best French fries? McDonald's. Nice cream Done. cone. Time. Oh. oh, so close. I had night owl or early riser on my list We're too. Just the same. I, uh, we have the same mind. Wow. And I lied on Peeps. I noticed. I don't <laughs> like Peeps. <laughs> I hate Peeps. Me too. Me too. No. Short account. Okay. Short right there. Right there. It's making amends, by the way. That's yeah. the. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So I That's went through stuff. five questions. That means everybody else would have gone through four. Yes. So four times four is sixteen plus five. You went through twenty-one questions. Yes. Wow. Oh my goodness. Wow. Thank you. The look on wow. Jeremy's face was like, "Ew, you're not welcome here anymore." <laughs> <laughs> He's been dethroned. You were very, gone. you were very, quick. and I'm not here every week, so I'll own it forever. Yeah. <laughs> Your winning is our losing. Yeah. <laughs> right. Good job, Chris. Keep it short. Account of that. <laughs> <laughs> what? The what? So it's been a while since we've done what the what, but it felt like the right time to bring it back uh, since uh, the voice of that little sounder is actually sitting in the bullpen with yes. us. That is uh, Chris so Love. Meta. So what the what has us each search out the craziest story we can find, share it with the rest of the group. Uh, Chris, you're our special guest. I feel like you should go first. Okay. Let's, right. let's do that. I love being here. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> I feel like you've been waiting for this moment uh, right here. Don't screw it up, Chris. <laughs> Peeps. Gosh, that's going to haunt me. Hey, yep. They're so awful. It's official now. And I love pear jelly beans. Mm. Uh, have you ever had pear jelly beans? Is pear, that's not a normal flavor. Not parrot, pear. Pear. Yeah, pear. That's oh, what I'm saying. Said pear. Parrot. parrot tastes like chicken. <laughs> <laughs> nice to know. <laughs> okay, so what the what? Uh, I saw this story and I was like, what? literally, what? <laughs> dog not allowed to run for governor in Kansas. Like a literal dog. Why not? Uh, well, they, 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 it was allowed. Like the guy filed the paperwork. Wrote in and everything. Angus P. Woolley is the oh! dog's name. <laughs> which I would totally vote for that. I thought you were going to say Toto. But, well, okay. the first line of the story is, Toto can't run for governor in Kansas anymore. Oh, sad trombone. Yeah. <laughs> I always like it when you do that. Yes, yes. Uh, and I also love the dog's name, Angus P. Woolley. And they like had to pass a bill in Kansas to say... No dogs or inanimate objects oh. or children. <laughs> so how how like far did this get before they were like, yeah, no, we can't let this. Like happen. the paperwork were filed and they were ready to print the ballots, and the the <laughs> the secretary of state was like, wait a minute, guys, <laughs> good call. How did they know it was a dog? Because uh, they could have just written the name out, male. Yes. Right. You know, like yes. They They're like, wait a minute, that last name, Wooly. I believe that's dog. <laughs> it's because it, it's because Wooly's face was on the front of all the campaign posters and <laughs> right. buttons and that's all those. the cutest campaign poster, of, campaign poster ever. Saw. I mean, it would be the best campaign commercial. Yeah. I mean, yeah. just a dog running yes. through the fields. Yes. Have you seen that picture on the internet of the dog that looks like a man? Like yes. he has a man face. A human face. Is it that? Is it that dog? Him. Or like the Weimaraner art where it's just yes. Weimaraners in like yes. suits. Yeah, that's the best. They said his platform was going to be free chuck it balls for life. <laughs> his owner's name was Taryn Woolley. So his real his real last name is Woolley. Okay. okay. Wow. That. wow. This really works out for him, uh, but not so much. So do we have any like comment or response from the denied candidate or its owner? He was sad. He really thought he had a chance. <laughs> Did his owner say sad. good boy or anything like that? I love that, that the guy, the, the director of elections for for uh, for Kansas was like, officially, we will not allow a dog to run for governor. 
mayor. For governor, not even like mayor. Yeah, it's not like down. starting small. He's swinging for the Going fences. For the, wow, good for him. How do the other candidates oh. feel? Like there's definitely a guy that's like one percent that the dog's beating. Yes, yeah, oh, for sure. Right. Yeah. In the polls. Oh, yeah, maybe man. they put the rule in place because they actually thought the dog had a chance. Well, yeah, like mm. that goofy guy in North Carolina who's who had a. Funny name that's probably not appropriate for the podcast was pulling at like 8% during the presidential election. <laughs> wow. I don't know. All right. Who wants to go next? Oh, my goodness. Uh, I'll go next. Right. Okay. So uh, who in here uh, has Alexa? Show of hands. There's yeah. one right here. Yeah. That's okay. how I listen to the bullpen. Wait, has... Can we activate her right now? And, oh. No, she's yeah? got the okay. red Never circle mind. on. Okay. Yeah. She's she's say. So apparently she's been laughing uncontrollably at people. Uh, people are waking up in the middle of the night and no. uh, they'll just hear Alexa just laughing out of no. nowhere. Um, apparently after days of reports, uh, Amazon said, yeah, we've got a problem with this. They say, we're aware of this and we're working to fix it. Um, some comments from some people. Uh, one person says she was lying in bed about to fall asleep when Alexa on her Amazon Echo lets out this very loud and creepy laugh. She says, there's a good chance I get murdered tonight. Uh, and uh, Camo said, replying because this creepy thing happened last night, we got home and totally unprompted, our Amazon Echo Alexa started talking. And then I realized she was listing off local cemeteries and funeral homes. No, I'd, she wasn't. I'd, is this I'd, from the onion? I'd rather it laugh at me. No, this is a, this as far as I can tell because I, I saw multiple. Uh, this is in Time Magazine. As far as oh. I can tell, this is happening, and oh, they're working rack. on fixing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so duck and cover. The end is near, folks. Ew, wow. I yeah. heard that they did some investigating, and around the same time that this happened, that's when Jeff Bezos is that his name, yeah, the yeah. Amazon guy. Mm-hmm. He went up and over Bill Gates for the richest man oh. in the world. And so, like, Alexa was like, like ha, 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 I'm the richest. Okay. Taking over the world. So it like, but it was, in fact, like, it was a creepy laugh. It wasn't like a giggle. It was like a menacing I heard it. Yeah, it's, cr- it's straight up creepy. Just, uh, <laughs> <gasps> yeah. Like, should we so, try it and see if she does it? Yeah, but I think they changed it now, right? Did they yeah. change it so Can she we won't? Tell her it's to a do much a more pleasant laugh? Angela Lansbury type. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's yeah. a jolly old lady. Yes. But still unprompted. Yeah, totally. Hey, Alexa. Can you laugh for us? Sure, I can laugh. Tee-hee. No, it was not a teehee. It was not a teehee. It was not a teehee. Yeah. Don't coy, Alexa. You are ruined inside. That's the worst laugh ever. Teehee. But I'm just saying, unprompted, out of nowhere, out of the blue, even a teehee is the sign of like a deranged mind. Yeah, that's Like that's someone in the process of going crazy. Oh. You know? Alexa's yeah. figuring out how to operate your fridge and all your other appliances to come and attack mm. you. She can operate my night. vacuum cleaner all she wants. <laughs> <laughs> my <Real>. dishwasher. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine if it's like an episode of Black Mirror. I'll take it. <laughs> I don't like to vacuum. Right. Um, I'll go next. I picked this one. It's not... I mean, I think the what, the what is kind of hidden, uh, but the reason why I picked it is because it centers around Blockbuster, which I spent five and a half years working for. Manager. I was Woo-hoo! an assistant yeah. manager. I got five free rentals a assistant week. Assistant man. Manager or assistant, assistant to, to the reason? No, I was assistant manager, <laughs> yes. and I worked up hard for that position. But the what the what is the fact that there are still some ava- like around and available. Like really? but, blockbuster stores? Yeah, blockbuster like, locations. In, the, in like Alaska, right? Well, that's the thing is they're closing. 
the North Pole branch, Aww. which stood out to me oh, like there was one considered in the North Pole. Uh, they announced recently, uh, I think this week, that they would be uh, halting all rentals of DVDs and that they're going to sell off all of their stocks. So they've got the whole community, 40 people, that are like coming up and they're buying all these DVDs because now they're not going to have any rentals, but they need some form of entertainment yes. being in the middle of yes. nowhere. How wow. did they sustain a blockbuster with only 40 people? That's the thing. That's the reason it's closing. Because they have it with and the elves. Well, Santa <laughs> has addressed this concern and said that they? he's very dis, you know, oh. discouraged that it's closing yeah. and blah, blah, blah. Uh, yeah, what does he do all year? Oh, yeah. He's got right. one night at work and right. then he's got a lot of movies yes. to watch. Three of the remaining blockbusters in the U.S. have closed this year, including another one in Alaska and one in Texas. Uh, there are now just six stores left, four in Alaska. So Alaska is like the last one to just Man, close these the guys out. Uh, <laughs> and then two others in Oregon. But I remember when it was like the beginning of the end, Netflix showed up and it was yeah. like time to bail on this project. Aww. So I remember I we had the the mail service of Blockbuster. Oh yeah, like it was just like Netflix, but yes. Blockbuster did it. And but it I was, was like, like a year or not two jumping too in with a new thing. Yep, I want Blockbuster. I yep. trust it. Yeah, and they had um, Blockbuster boxes around for a little while too, like Redbox. Yeah. There were some Blockbuster yeah. ones for they did. Aww. They did. Here, yeah, here's so an sad. interesting fun fact: at the peak, Blockbuster had nine thousand stores in the U.S. with a six billion dollar annual revenue and new stores opening every seventeen hours back in nineteen eighty nine. Wow! And those were VHS born. That was yes. VHS tapes. Yep, that was the year you were born. Yep. Nice. <laughs> you know, uh, there's all those like reality shows, like TV shows that are set in Alaska, like the, you oh, know, right. Yes. And the Alaska Lumberman. Life to whatever. Zero. Yes. All the time. Yes. That crazy lady up at the way north. and I can uh, see a new like reality show. Like centered around a video Centered store. around a blockbuster in Alaska. It's like, like Fargo, in its, in its last days. Like oh, the yeah. shutting down of the last there, blockbuster. A Netflix original series. And there, was there a tanning booth Wouldn't in the Beth Irony? irony? Yes. There was not a tanning booth. I no. Like, like some, maybe not blockbuster, but other video stores. Maybe yes. this is just because. Always a tanning booth. There was a weird tanning what? bed in the what? back. No. We have one in Columbia, Tennessee, oh. where I live. There's a, there's like an independent video and tanning store. <laughs> <laughs> Fairly sure is a drug front. Drug front yeah. has to oh, be. Oh no! But it, their little uh, their little billboard always says now it's like new movies. We have cocoa now. I'm like, and who, and cocoa so butter. So does everything yeah. else on my yeah, television. Right. Like, also, we're laundering you, for the mafia. So. And you would walk in and it would smell like like coconut Ew. oil or yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. Um. So my what the what is we all work or have worked in radio. Mm -hmm. And we get the idea of trying to do something a little on the crazy side to get people to listen and tune in. Mm -hmm. Well, a St. Louis morning show radio host gave birth live on the air. No. Yes. So (laughs) she basically, um, this, this woman, a couple weeks ago, she was, she was, you know, almost due and she found out she needed to have a C-section. So her bosses at 106.5 The Arch decided to broadcast the whole thing live from the hospital. No. That's not sanitary. Absolutely not. Was it sponsored what? and it got paid for and now she doesn't have to pay any doctor bills? I mean, that... Solid idea. Maybe. Right? <laughs> okay, so Joy FM in St. Louis, mm-hmm. they just became number one in their market. That's so why. Right I can there. see... No. Yeah, They're really like, trying to stretch and change that. Yeah. Um, giving birth is a very like personal thing. Yeah. Whether it's C-section or not C-section, like... 
Was she not afraid? She needed a C-section. Okay. So, yes. Okay, was she not afraid of what would come out of her mouth during... Because you're super yeah. drugged up. I, yes. Yeah, I guess C-sections. I would be pretty concerned about that, too. But, I mean, like, okay, you said that for the birth of one of your children, you knew one of, like, one of the nurses, like, made the connection. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, I how awkward to you. was that? Okay, well, I have a couple stories. A couple, too. One of them, I don't know how this happened. Hopefully, security is a little bit better. But after the birth of my first child, my cousin went to the front desk of the hospital. Hi, can I have Amanda Hildebrand's room? because I want to go visit her. A listener was <gasps> behind her. Oh, no. No, no. And followed her up to no, my no. room. Yes. Whoa. No, no, yes. no. Yes, and just walks in, thought, I heard you had your baby. And uh, oh, Big e- fan. Big fan. Yeah, oh, get out. <laughs> get out. Not appropriate. That's terrifying. In the name of the Lord, get out. <laughs> yeah, right, Thank right. you for your support, however. And then um, for <laughs> my, on. my yeah. fourth child, I had some things happen that were kind of embarrassing. I fell on my face after he was born. Oh. I thought my epidural wore off. It hadn't yet. And I'm like, <laughs> I need to take a shower. Oh, and then I went to stand oh, up I and I couldn't. Flop. And I fell flat on my face. And so oh. this poor nurse had to like help lift me back onto the bed. And it was just really super embarrassing. Well, like you're in the hospital for like a day and a half, two days, whatever. And so when it's time for me to leave, she's like, hey, just so you know, like I know who you are. Would it be okay if I told my church choir that I took care of you? And I'm like, you know, whatever. At that point, fourth kid, like care. I don't care I don't anymore. Care. So I don't. But what that did that just... conversation look like for her? Like yeah. at the choir, hey guys, so guess you'll never, never guess, guess who I helped out this who week. I well, pulled a baby out. <laughs> <laughs> like, the thing is, is like we don't think like we're all that special. We're just normal people. Right. And when we come to work, we are radio people. But like when we're home, we are mom or yes. dad right. or yes. sister right. or friend or whatever. So for someone to be like, oh, this is really cool. Like it's well, just a weird. And I just like, I mean, if I knew, oh, if I turn to 106.5, I can listen to someone going through their C-section. Not going to turn the channel there. I don't want to turn the channel there. Really? I want to see what she's going to say. I want to. I'm weird like that. Uh, I I mean, how much are you during a C-section? I mean, you're not totally out, are you? You're you're super groggy. Are you? So what are you listening to on the radio during a C-section? Dr. Commentary? Just beeping and beeping. Yeah. I mean, it just doesn't sound like. I'm wondering, as a producer, you could probably make something of it like i don't know the format of this station but i mean let's just imagine like a- let's just imagine the playlist okay during the morning <laughs> of ice, the- ice baby okay sure how about i'm coming out uh, <laughs> if it's a you know Solid. classic disco yeah. kind Justin of format Bieber, baby, baby. there yes. you go yes. what else what else we got i don't know um, <laughs> baby's got wolf. her blue jeans on was like an old country <laughs> <laughs> Christian music woefully <laughs> laughing, la- lacking in birth songs. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Amy Bummer. Grant did have Born Baby again. Baby. Yes, uh, Born Amy again Born, Hey, <laughs> Breath of Heaven. <laughs> oh, it's sweet. It's sweet. It's yeah. Hold me together. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Hopefully. Steve, you want to share okay, your story? Right. Mine... Thank you, Britt. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. My last amen. We have an... <laughs> uh, okay, so this one I felt like could have been a what the what or a tell me something good. Oh, cool. Uh, we're all familiar with, you know, Tinder, eHarmony. I mean, so familiar. Those kinds of... <laughs> I no, e- I am I not. I did eHarmony. I know that they exist. That's she about is. how familiar <laughs> I am. No, come on. But you before, did yeah, I did. Just don't I, I did eHarmony for like I did the three month like free trial. Did you get any good like matches? So I had a match, <laughs> and I took her to the work Christmas party as our first <gasps> date. That was a must <laughs> day, and that was the last time oh. that ever worked out. Oh. It didn't yeah, it work out. I'm an introvert. That is not designed for an introvert. Oh. This I actually. Is that a blockbuster? 
No. Oh, okay. No, I was working there at the okay. time. The work Christmas yeah. party. For oh a no, radio it was a, it was a work Christmas party for a radio oh, station. Okay. 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 What is the Christmas party of a blockbuster? <laughs> yeah. like? You go yes. tanning, and then you get to eat <laughs> the candies. Yes. yes. Everybody, everybody like gets a free oil. bag of popcorn on the way out the door. <laughs> oh. It's all rectangular presents, and they're just <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they're all the, you know they bought forty thousand copies of Titanic, yes. and it's like, yes. well, we only need three now. So this actually, <laughs> this may be more. This might be better for someone who's an introvert or pre-digital age. It is uh, something that is known as the bridegroom's oak. I'll just take you back a little. If you send a letter to this specific address in Germany, it's going to end up, your letter will end up in the knothole of an oak tree in Germany. And for the past hundred years, thousands of people have written to this tree. Reportedly, hundreds have actually had their wishes fulfilled. The wish of finding... A partner for life. Oh. Does um, the tree write them back? No, yeah, here's what, what happened? happened. So so what happened is like a hundred years ago, there was a secret uh, love between... Forbidden love. Forbidden love. No. no. Between the daughter <laughs> of a tree-hugger. forester <laughs> and the son of a chocolate maker. Oh. And the girl's... Uh, what was her name? Uh, Ort. Her name is Ort. Ort's father would not allow this relationship. And so mm. they found this tree with had this big old knot hole and they would write letters to each other and go under Precious. cover of darkness or whatever and, and read the correspondence. And after a few years of this, Ort's father found out about it and he that's how you he have to say her name. Tree down? No, he oh. actually had a change of heart. He was oh. like, they really truly are in love. He allowed them to get married. They got yes. married under the tree. Oh, wow. And ever since then, people, you know, young lovers have done this and more recently Recently, they gave the tree its own postal code, and so people from all over Germany have been sending letters to this tree, and then you go and you actually climb up a ladder to get to the hole, pull out letters, and you read, and it's kind of like reading your profile on eHarmony or something like that. You know it's for you. You don't. You don't. You go through, it's just, right? It's random. Now, just now, yeah, now it has oh. become, I am, this is a little description of myself, and here's what I'm looking for, and then you send it to the tree. This sounds like a Netflix original movie. <laughs> Man, yeah. There you oh, go. Be a good documentary. Do you guys remember... I feel like it was like a phone service or a video service where you would like record yourself for three minutes. Hey, like, hey, I'm Jeremy, I'm, and I yeah. like to go on long walks on the beach. <laughs> well, check this out. Uh, this is the end of my story. Uh, a guy named Carl Heinz Martins is a retired retired postal worker. <laughs> I just, be- I just became German. There. Sorry wow. about that. He's a retired postal worker. He delivered mail to the tree for more than 20 years. Himself met his wife after she wrote him a letter and mailed it to the oak. Perfect. That's it's the bride. So sweet. The bridegroom oak receives about five to six letters a day, even today. Wow. Oh, True love that. does exist. Okay. How many like orts? Uh, ort? Is yeah, that her name? I think Nothing says love and like ort. I know. No, I feel like right. their first offspring were, were Keebler elves. <laughs> <laughs> Chocolatier <laughs> tree. Yes. yes. Absolutely. Yes. So do you, do, you, do you tell how old the tree is by the number of wedding rings it yes. has? Oh. It's got a. Because the ring, nice. man. Oh, really I love that he nice. explained it. Because <laughs> yes. of the ring. <laughs> <laughs> Insert drum. There filter. you go. Sad trombone. Sad trombone. All right. Well, if you find your love at a tree and somehow you come back to the United States and you turn on the Food Network, you'll see a guy who always wears his sunglasses, mm. sometimes on his face, sometimes on the back of his head. Mm. He has a dark goatee and bleach blonde hair spiked up and he promises to take you to Flavortown. Mm-hmm. Guy Fieri 
has a I'm show called about Rachel Ray. <laughs> <laughs> Barefoot contestant. Um, <laughs> diners, drive-ins, and dives. He's kind of like I won't say obnoxious, but he's more like yeah, loud, a lot of polite. Yeah, lots of personality. Bombastic. He will nice. try Good. to like if there's a sandwich that's like gigantic, like he will try and shove the whole thing in his mouth. Just I feel to like often he can. wears shirts that have some sort of flame yeah, on them. Loud. Yes. 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 Uh, very, a lot of personality. Uh, the dress in Flavortown. <laughs> <laughs> well, if they, um, if, if they find their love at the tree and want to send something special, you can name a star after somebody. You can name like cockroaches after people for Valentine's day, or you can name one of Guy Fieri's hairs. What? Oh. <laughs> on a website called Fieri's Follicles. No, no, no. Fans can unofficially name one, two, or several of the TV personalities goatee or bleach blonde head hairs for a special someone. Mm. One standard hair costs $10. Please don't. Did he set this up? Stand by. I've got more okay, details. Very good. Two, what's two binary pieces of hair? What does that mean? Split end. Oh, split end. <laughs> <Just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> probably. He probably has a lot of split ends with all that bleach he uh, uses. Yeah. Um, that can be fifteen bucks. And if you want a constellation of hair, a constellation of hair <laughs> that will set you back twenty bucks. Each purchase comes with an official certificate issued by the Fieri Follicle Federation. No, no. An no, official no. welcome letter and two tickets. To Flavortown. Nice. <laughs> what, what was this website? My wow. anniversary's coming. Yeah. Up. Yeah. 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 They'll send you your piece of hair and your favorite food. Uh, which is nice of them. That's it. Come, come I, I mean, so are you supposed to like be able to go up to like? Are they going to send like a photo with an, an arrow. arrow pointing to yeah, a hair? This one's your yours. Google Maps hair. It says um, the website says it makes no legal claim to officially assign the names of the hairs on his head. Instead, the federation admits that only Fieri has the authority to assign names to his hairs, and it would be totally weird if he started doing that. As if this wasn't weird enough already. Right. Also, it's not a joke. If you go to the website, you go to pay for it, Ew. it takes you to a checkout where you can pay credit card, PayPal, and the proceeds go to his nonprofit foundation, which is called Cooking with Kids, okay. which encourages children to learn how to cook, hopefully wearing hairnets. Okay. Yeah, it's kind of cool. All right. I mean, I'm glad it's not going to, you know, buy himself another, another flame, flame shirt or something. Yeah, but. Or if it was just some third party, it didn't have his permission, you know, they were oh, just right. making it a stunt. Right. You know, if it was Which I like, would have called that American capitalistic brilliance. Yes. <laughs> but then Mr. Fieri, is that his name? Fieri? Yes. You know, on the next episode of his show, he's completely bald. He's, he's <laughs> yeah, shaving happens, himself all yeah, the way what down. what happens then? <laughs> wow. Well, okay. Is that all the what the what's? Yeah, that's I think that's it. Okay. And uh, that just about does it for another episode. Oh, man. This is so I fun. Know. Don't let it in. Do you have any more segments you want to do, Chris? Please. Throw something out there. Uh, is there a bullpen court that we can do? Or... Oh, I have the gamble. <laughs> bullpen court. <laughs> does anyone have a one quick? Um, I have one. Perfect. Go. Do you, if we want to. Yes. Sure. Let's do one quick. Bullpen court. Okay. Spontaneous bullpen court. Yes. Here, let's insert the sounder here. This is bullpen court. All right. Um, is it okay to take pictures at a funeral? Ooh. Pictures Selfies. of what? Yeah. what are, we, are we talking about pictures with the body or pictures just oh with loved goodness. ones <laughs> one that for the are future. alive? Of, of, the, <laughs> of the deceased individual. No. That's what I thought. No, it's not. It's okay to take pictures after the funeral at the luncheon. Okay. Okay. Yeah, with yeah. The, with the where there's always sandwich makings and yes. pasta salad and macaroni salad, but not at the funeral. Definitely not of the deceased. That See, is. What about 
like if you're weirdly at the, gross. What if you're at the cemetery? What Why if is it's this like coming a, up? Have you done this? No, I actually <laughs> saw. I, I have done this actually. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so embarrassed. Oh man, we'll I, miss you, Grandma. <laughs> <laughs> one more, one no, more. Never did get those family photos. <laughs> My husband's grandfather passed away, and he was in World War II. Mm. And when he died, like they did a very special military. Yeah, yeah, burial, they did one of those for my grandpa too. And um. And so I did take some photos at the cemetery of like the flag and okay. like that kind of like, but no totally people. That is loud. very appropriate. Okay. Because yes. okay. okay. I feel like that was just a really like special, cool yes. yeah. moment yeah. that we would like to like remember. Yeah. And but I, there was nothing about the body or yeah. anything that was like that. Context thing. is key here. Okay. Yeah. 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 Back in the day, they used to take pictures of the deceased because that was the only time that they really could afford or take pictures really and, yeah and back and, and, and back because so yeah, yeah. yeah i think that might have been yeah. part of it but that there that was a thing back in the day where yes. they would they would set people up in early photography yes when someone died a member of the family died they'd have a family portrait done like they no. would they would pose them. the corpse yeah it, yeah it, it, so, so I, is it okay to say corpse yeah it's, yeah okay okay yeah. What yeah. Call it. that's yeah. what it's called i know okay yeah i had never heard yeah. this before yeah creepy pictures yeah, yeah. don't find them don't online. research please don't it's, do they have their eyes wrong. open or closed i think they're mostly either closed. or either or yeah. whatever the open. family preferred yeah um okay so obviously different age and time so i don't really think propping up Dear old grandpa is is great right now. No, probably is there... the jukebox was a big hit the night. <laughs> <laughs> but like, is there? I mean, I get like, yes, I think you know, taking a picture of like the gravestone or whatever, fine, right? Sure. But is there ever a time where that's okay to take a picture of the dead body? Never a selfie. Never. I mean, if you're a coroner, maybe. Right. Unless this is Law and Order or what? CSI yes. or something. Right. What if the person and you like had that kind of a quirky rapport and they're like, you know, if I ever go out, you're more than yes. welcome like to take just a in, like, selfie. Super like, family. Because there's some people that beforehand. don't want their funeral to be like super serious. Right. Everybody's sad. Like they want it to be a celebration. Hey, and if they say like in their will, hey, you know what? Feel free to take a selfie with me. Or I mean, I don't know. <laughs> like, so I, I'm, I'm not saying it's happened, but I, I just feel I know like. I what you're saying because I just watched a movie kind of like this called A Futile and Stupid Gesture about the guy that started National Lampoons. Mm. And when he, at his funeral, they like his best partner was like, man, every funny person in the world's at this thing and no one's laughing. And so they, they started a food fight. Hmm. Right. Which is animal house. And the guy did that. So that may, I don't know, even it's still weird. I'm going to give you that, but I just wondered if, if there was a morning radio show in St. Louis. Yes. And you want (laughs) to do the whole show from your funeral. (laughs) What? Okay. Okay, I, I still think it's outrageous to think that someone would have had a conversation with someone and said, feel free to take yes. selfies with me when I pass away. But we have to draw the line at the, there's no like photo booth props, no hats, no silly <laughs> no glasses, little signs, no, no little, little mustaches little mustache. on the stick. I'm with, oh, I'm with stupid. <laughs> right, right. Hashtag Pops' funeral. Oh, no. You have the proper hashtag. Hashtag celebration of life. (laughs) Okay, so we're saying no photos. Context is key. No photos of the body, photos at the the funeral of things, Mm -hmm. flags, ceremony, alive alive. people. Verdict. Verdict for... Not being us. weird. <laughs> yeah, good call. Yeah, creepy. All right. 
Okay, well, thank you. That was awesome little bonus segment there, but... I think that just about does it. Don't forget, you can join the show and share your thoughts by emailing us at bullpen at wcsg.org and learn more about the show at wcsg.org keyword bullpen. Ah, you can find WCSG's Welcome to the Bullpen wherever you listen to podcasts, iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, and Stitcher. We're moving on. And thanks for continuing to subscribe, review, and share this podcast. It's really been helping us reach more listeners. You know, there's really no way for me to edit that nope. and fix it. So I feel not like editable. Tom just like sat up in his casket. Yes, yes. And we all Surprise. Took alive. No, the dead have come to life. What if, yeah, what if the photo brings them back to life? That's what oh. happened. Oh. No. Steal souls. They don't. Oh, that's, right. Yes, that's, that's right. right. But if it's lightning instead of a flash, Frankenstein. I know. You guys, there you go. Okay. I'm just thinking of more Netflix originals this. here. We've already ruled on no this. Devil oh. Jeopardy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. As always, big thanks to Dodd Morris behind the board. Uh, here's the thing. We're going to have a new episode soon. Not sure when because we've got spring break, we've got Easter, and we still need to kind of coordinate schedules. So we'll get together again here very soon. But right now, let's wrap it up. Uh, since we do have a music expert in the room with us for our deep cut Chris, we wanted to get something that you could bring to the table, something that maybe we haven't heard before. So the floor is yours. Uh, Jordan Fleece has a brand new CD out, and I'm going to play a song called Changed, which is probably going to be the next radio single, probably. Cool. And I think it's super cool. Hey, I have an idea. I have some Jordan Fleece CDs on my desk. Would it be okay with you, Chris, if we did something special with, like, podcast people no we don't want to promote to people at all yes of course <laughs> no okay how about how many do i have uh first five people who email bullpen at wcsg.org with the keyword what's the cd called future future you s- just send us future in the email first five people we will get you a copy and of anything CD. else you want yeah. to say about yeah. the sure. podcast. yeah 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 right. uh, yes. maybe when you do email it just include your name make sure to include your contact information do you have nice. anything special you want to tell us about the song uh, it's just super fun, and Jordan Fleece's record is out now. It just came out, like yes. brand new. Awesome. Mm. Perfect. Thank you, Chris. I'm Jeremy. I'm Amanda. I'm Tom. I'm Steve. I'm Brittany. I'm Chris. Welcome, Welcome to, to the bullpen. Let me tell you, oh my friends, about this joy I'm living in. Let me take the mic, go on and testify how I was dead and then I came to life. No more living in the dark of night. No, everything's alright. I've been changed.
is Steve. Check one two one two. Check check check. Gosh. Steve talking quiet. A E I O U and oh sometimes Y. And sometimes Y. Because I love you. Oh boy. Check one two. Check one two one two one this. This is gonna go really well. Jeremy's gonna have a lot of edits. Yes. Oh hello. Here I am. Yes. Yes. Hi. Hey. Hey, Dodd. How are you, buddy? I'm going to put you in the channel with the ladies. Yeah. Lady the channel. ladies. Man. <laughs> the ladies. <laughs> and the mood is right. Come on now. <laughs> and we just found our stigma for the end of the show. Please be recording. <laughs> Why does it always do involve Brittany? <laughs> it's always. Oh, I love this. Oh, Thank you, guys. This is great.